welcome to episode seven of the Dude in the Dapper Chap. Can you believe we're already on seven? No, but I do have a question. Uh huh. When are we going to stop telling what episode it is? Oh, that's a good question. I think we're getting to a point maybe where maybe when we get to double digits. Double digits, because I'm going to lose track. And I don't think they really care what episode it is as long as it's a new one. Well, I agree. I think people are probably waiting with bated breath for the moment that the new episode of the Dude in the Dapper Chap comes available yeah. to download. Because I know I do. When I, when I listen to podcasts, I can't wait for that new yeah. weekly episode to come. Well, maybe once we hit episode 10. Well, actually, this technically could be episode 8. Because yes. this, is, <laughs> this is version 2 of episode 7. Because, dear listeners, we just, we just recorded what we thought was a great episode of the podcast. And guess what happened? We weren't recording. I just hope we can bring it this time. I know, because I was like, oh, this, this is good stuff. And then we got to the end, and I was just went to play it back, and there was nothing there. Nothing. You know, I don't. if you've ever uh, recorded a podcast, it's pretty <laughs> disappointing to think you just got through 30 minutes of what I thought was good I th- stuff. I thought we were on fire. And uh, it's gone. So, dear listeners, you will never know the joys and the gems that we just talked about, but we'll, uh, we'll endeavor to... To we do will endeavor and try to recreate them. Yeah, there you go. But in a very <laughs> genuine and a real yes, way. Yes, yes, yes. So the big thing that we talked about was my big news of the week, which was... Welcome to America! America! America, newest citizen of these United States! Thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It's a Wednesday of this week. I am now an official American citizen, which means I can no longer be deported for a felony. Yeah. yeah! Which is good news after our conversation last week about how I'd happily commit murder. Yeah. Good news is I would probably still go to prison, even maybe for the rest of my life, but I couldn't be deported. So. Yeah, well, there you go, because people are a little nervous about you yeah. feeling like that's uh, the crime you would get away with, is but, killing a couple one and a half people. Two and a half. Two and a half people. Two and a half, but they all kind of deserved it. And, you know, you said you'd kill people too. Yeah, but it was in more of a Dexter... You know, for no. the good kind of way. Mine would be for good. People no. Would be, there were many people that would be happy they, if they, Those people... two and a half people have not mm. committed any crimes that you know about. So. Crimes at the hat. Well, that's not a real crime worth murder. Uh, you, uh, Death by murder? No. Mm, Sorry. I don't, I don't know. I, I want to know how many people came up and asked you, hey, am I one of those two and a half people? They did, and it was actually kind of fun because I could be like, you know, I don't really want to talk about who they are, and it made people <laughs> feel really suspicious, feel really nervous. But then people did ask me a lot, and I was like, I can't tell you. Like, I don't want it out. I mean, I may have told a couple of people, <laughs> but they also might have uh, joined me in the uh, massacre of one of those people. So nice. It, it, it felt like the right moment to share it. But that, I mean, I joke, but that really wasn't the main reason I became a citizen, so I could commit felony murder. I get to vote. Yeah. And now, according to the lady that spoke from the Daughters of the Civil War Veterans, I now have the same rights and responsibilities as mm. every other American citizen, right? That's what she said. Do you really? Do you? Yeah, I know. I was so... I believe I was shaking my head at you the whole time when she was saying that. Yeah, you were, because you well know, because I've complained about it enough, that I don't have the same rights you as You do ever. not have the same rights no. as me. No, because Sorry. I, I can't become president. And honestly, between the two of us... Who's more likely to be the president? Well, I don't appreciate that comment, <laughs> but you can't be it. So we don't really have to no, have the conversation. I know, but I feel like it's a two-tier level, a two-tier system of citizenship, which doesn't fly with the American principles. Well, you can go be a city mayor or something. Yeah, I don't want to do that. But uh, maybe I should because apparently I looked quite official when I was at the courthouse getting my yeah, citizenship. Because you wore a proper suit and tie, like a navy blue suit with red and white tie, and you had a little pin on your. 
on your jacket, <laughs> you look just like people who work there or like a Secret Service agent. Well, I'll take a Secret Service agent rather than... Or a... maybe a politician. Yeah, I, it was, I was surprised at how much I... How many questions I got asked. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not... I'm, oh, I'm just... But I do think I could have done a better job than the people who were actually tasked with organizing that citizenship yeah, ceremony. Do you, feel, do you feel like you kind of got ripped off because it was such an unorganized uh, event with a really rude, mean guy seating people and getting people in their spots? You would think that when somebody is hired to become like the lead person on citizenship ceremonies, that they would be they would be nice and happy and friendly and in a way being like, hey, welcome to America. Like, but he was quite the opposite of that. Like when I went to check in, he was like, oh, we don't have a chair for you. Just remember 52. And I was like, I'm sorry. He's like, just remember 52. Now go in there. And I was like, I don't know what this man is talking about. But then I went inside and spoke to someone else who pointed out that they didn't have enough chairs and my chair assignment was 52. It's not yeah. hard, but you even got the bigger brunt of it from him. Yeah. So here's the thing. So they would send you the candidates in. And uh -huh. I don't think people out there were telling the candidates what to do because they'd come through the doors right. and they would look around wondering if they were supposed to go back and sit with their family. Well, I did if that. They, yeah. I like, came in and I was like, am I, where am I supposed to go? And somebody that was with us, which, by the way, thank you very much for coming and for all of the other people that came, it was very nice. But one of those people that was like, oh, no, you'd go through that. And I was like, oh, okay, because nobody told me that. Yeah. And he would see these candidates looking lost as they came through the door and not in a nice way. He would say, are you a candidate? Right. And they'd be like, uh, what yeah, and he's like, well, come find your seat. Right, because here's the thing. None of us had been through the citizenship experience before because that's why we were becoming citizens, because we weren't citizens. Yeah. So it's not like you're at the grocery, like it's the McDonald's drive-thru and everyone understands kind of how that works. It's a citizenship ceremony. It's new to everyone, my friend. Yeah. Like, chill out. Yeah, and not only are these people new to this experience... They're new to this country. Yeah. They may not... I mean, you understand a lot what's going on, but some of these people, these... What we're doing is all new to them, and right. they don't understand what's going on. But the other part that this guy was very mean uh -huh. is people, like friends and family, would come in those doors, and it was a very full room. I stood the oh, whole time. Yeah, you did. And there was a lot of people who stood, right? But this guy would come in, or people would come in, stand in front of the door in the aisle, and he'd be like, I told you to go have a seat. Right. And I'd be like... No, guy, you didn't tell these people to go have a seat. You told the people before these people that did go have a seat to have a seat. These are new people. Right. Be nice to them. And people had like, they had a moment where people could kind of share their experiences. Yeah. And some of the people had like really emotional experiences. Like, it's a big deal to become a citizen. I felt kind of bad because obviously I had to get up and speak because, you know, I can't help myself. And my story was like, hey, I moved here from England. Life is good. I'm really happy. Things are great. And other people like came as refugees and had these really traumatic Awesome. Things. Awesome stories though. Right. And it, there was a, a mom, the, the son got up and talked and he's like, I'm here today doing this the same day as my mom and my sister. Yeah. And it was awesome. Uh, yeah. And where were they from? They were from Burundi. Burundi. Yeah. What an awesome story they probably have. Yeah. Well, luckily, even though that guy was a bit of an interesting character, it was all made up for by the wonderful welcome message from uh, President, President Trump. Yeah. Who had a lovely video message for all of the new citizens, which felt more like a reprimand than a welcome. I agree. He was a little bit, um, um, I mean, I'm sure this will be a surprise to a lot of people. He was a little bit of aggressive in his tone and felt really like he was chastising us. But uh, there was a welcome in there somewhere, right? Yeah, well, he told you guys 
that now, now all of our traditions are your traditions. Yeah, he he was pretty. He didn't say they could be. He said yeah, they he, were. He, that was. It felt like there wasn't a great deal of choice there. No, yeah, I agree. And then we got to watch a great video of proud to be an American with lots of great clip art pictures. Of, yeah, that represented the United States. Lots of eagles and flags and fireworks and. Yeah, our coworker. She was probably just shaking her head. Afton was just saying, what kind of project is this? Well, it's because that's the kind of thing she does she every does day. She does that every day. And this one was not good. Honestly, I feel like I could have made it in the time that I was waiting to for the ceremony to start. It was basically like Google cheesy pictures of America and put them to proud to be an American. We, I also got to do the Pledge of Allegiance, which was great. Yeah. Uh, we got to sing the Star Spangled Banner in a key that was too high for anybody in the room. So that, yeah. that was also awkward. Then I got to take the oath, which was kind of full of big words, which I was having a hard... Because they kind of had somebody read the oath and then you repeated it. I was kind of having a hard word following along with what she was saying. So I felt bad for... There was a lady next to me who had very limited English, obviously enough to have passed the test. Yeah. Um, so... You know, if I were if I were in charge, I would maybe have done it slightly differently. Um, I was happy in the oath that I got to say once again that I would be willing to bear arms for the United States. I already had to answer that question. Which that's funny, just to think about that. Oh, I know you bearing arms is I, just hilarious. I quite agree. When I went for my <laughs> citizenship interview after I passed my test, which I did very well on, I was very proud of that. Um, I they asked me all of these questions like, "Are you a terrorist? Are you a member of the Communist Party?" Have you ever been a warlord? And I said to the lady, who clearly didn't have much of a sense of humor, I was like, it feels like a weird time to admit those things. Like, if I were any of those things, I don't think this is the time that I would bring those up. So then she didn't laugh at that. And then she also didn't laugh when she asked me if I would be willing to bear arms. And I said I would be willing. However, I feel like I would be more suited to an administrative position. I'm shocked that she let you pass. <laughs> she's probably just like, shut your mouth. I know. Answer the question so I can get on to the next hundred people but you that know I have me, to I, I, I have this thing where I try and make people my friend. Like even in the line, I, I was, the line is, where I was checking in, I made friends with a lady from India, a lady from Ecuador. I had this little thing on my phone where I was looking up how many days everyone had been in the country for. I felt like we were going to like switch email addresses. Well, maybe if you had a bare arms, you could just go across the enemy lines and try to make friends with everybody. See, I don't actually think that's a bad war tactic. Yeah, until they shoot you once you yeah. step across the line. I just smile a lot. They, you can't <laughs> shoot someone that's smiling, right? Oh, um... If you had a different color uh, camo on or whatever they wear, yeah, yeah you would get uh, shot. Yeah. Well, hopefully it will never come to that, but I'm very proud to be an American. I felt like I was going to start singing then, which wouldn't have been good. Um, for those of you that are interested, I do get to keep my British passport too, so that's that's kind of a double bonus. So it's been 14 years in the making. I think I calculated 5,217 days, so it was about time, and now I get to vote, which I'm very, very nice. excited about. Um, so I apologize if I get a little political between now and the elections in November, but it's just... I'll try to keep them off the political issues in this podcast. So not only was that a dramatic part of the week, but you got to be a single dad for the rest of for the bulk of this week, right? She wasn't as... She didn't like it as much as I did when I went there, but she's also did walk around. Oh, she said it was hot and humid. Oh, They're yeah. having some major heat issues I back like east. Humidity. But um, what that meant for me is uh, shorter work days because I had to get uh, off early to get kids places. And a shorter work day for Jeremy. I mean, we were already talking a pretty <laughs> pretty scraping uh -huh. by. Uh -huh. Don't you go in the same time as me uh, and leave the same time not, as me? I mean, definitely not this week. I mean, you no, were not this week. Like, you left, wasn't even 3 o'clock 2.59. By the time I actually left, because I get stopped on my way out, it's past 3. <laughs> but what... Um, 
what I consider my wife and I are 50-50 parents. She may not consider that, but I do. But even having to take over her whatever percent, whether it's 60 or 50, <laughs> it was tough, man. Because not only did I have to get kids to cheer and to all these other places, to friends, I coach football two nights or five nights a week, two hours a night. Yeah. And so I was leaving football. I had to go pick up my daughter in between football, told her she had to come sit for the rest of football practice. It was crazy. And I am just grateful that I am not a single parent. I think it would be so hard. And, and it's super lonely too. Like I, I, that's the other thing. When my wife has not, she hasn't really ever been out of town. It's been quite a while. She went out of town with one job. I was like, well, this is sad. Like once the kids are in bed and I'm just like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. But you know, I it's funny, I don't know if I told you, but we had somebody come to our house selling magazines, some like Eastern European girl that was selling magazines, which I feel like is a huge scam and like exploiting her. Anyway. So she knocked on the door and answered the door and she's like, Hello, are you the head of the household? And I'm like, mm, that's not really how we roll. She's like, Are you the decision maker? I was like, mm, again. It soon occurred to me that she actually didn't really care, that, that was just her script. But it was kind of weird. This poor girl was like in the middle of our neighborhood clearly had um, not paid attention to our no soliciting sign, which, which I'm okay with. I've done plenty of knocking on doors in my time and people being not very nice to me. But I felt really bad for her. I felt like people would like, I, I'm, I'm curious as to whether she actually got any of the, that money she was Yeah, saying. I've had people come to my door like that. Um, you know, and I don't think they see a large portion of those proceeds. No, but I was also, I'm glad that she left with the message that in the Leggett household, I am not the head of the household because that would be very stressful. Yeah, and I am not either. Like I said, I consider it a 50-50. It's probably more 75-25. And in, I just give in myself... In favor of you? No, you, oh. no, in favor of my wife being okay. the 75. But, oh, okay. but I feel like I do help out quite a bit well, as, as, a, as a dad. Well, I'm glad she's back in town. Yeah, and, uh, it's been nice. Yeah, and we were talking yesterday about going to see a movie this weekend. And what did our wives both say independently of one another? Yeah, well, I text my wife because she's still headed back into town. I'm like, hey, you want to go see uh, a movie this weekend? And she's like, and I gave her the choices, right? I gave her one choice and then Mission Impossible. And she's like, yeah, I would like to see a movie, but not Mission Impossible because I hate Tom Cruise. Right, which is the same thing that my wife said. I got home and I was like, hey, do you want to see a movie with the hats this weekend? She's like, yeah, I'm not seeing that Tom Cruise movie though because I hate him. And I was like, what? How do people hate Tom Cruise? Yeah, well, at least she didn't say, um, yeah, I want to see a movie, but not with the hearts. Well, I mean, it's kind of awkward that you would bring that up now. Like, <laughs> it, I did have to do a little bit of convincing. But. Well, okay. Um, yeah, she I likes mean, you more than Tom Cruise, I can tell you apparently that Apparently so. Well, that's a step up. I, I don't know. I think Tom Cruise, his movies are, are good, and he does all of his own stunts. And Yeah, in this new one, like he does a stunt where he jumps from one building to another and actually broke his ankle in the yeah. filming of the movie. And the scene that you see... It's the scene that's in the movie. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, I think it's the weirdness when he yeah. was doing Katie Holmes stuff and all that weird stuff he was going through and I, yeah, and I, his religion. I can separate those things out. Oh, like, I can. I just want a good movie. Because you know with a Tom Cruise movie, it's going to be awesome, it's going to be epic, and it's going to be exciting. Although, I will say, did you see the latest Mummy movie that he was uh, in? No, I didn't even watch it because uh -huh. it got like less than 10 Rotten Tomatoes. That was a rare misstep for a Tom Cruise movie. I think because I was reading about it afterwards and he like did a bunch of script rewrites. Basically... Nobody else had any scenes or anything to say. It was it was not a good movie, but I hear this new Mission Impossible is the best one yet. Yeah, I, I heard it's like the best we'll just, action flick. We'll just have to go see it. Because yeah. I'm not I don't think I can even convince my wife to watch it like on a red box. Yeah. I know no, I agree. So if you also hate Tom Cruise, let us know. Maybe there's a, maybe this could be the uh 
part of our podcast could be convincing people as to why Tom Cruise is a redeeming character. Yeah, and why do you hate Tom Cruise? Yeah. Not only do you hate him, but why do you hate him? Yeah. We'd like to know if it's just females that hate him, if it's just who who's the demographic that hates him? Is it everybody? Yeah, I know. I know. So yeah, let us know for next week what you what you uh, think about Tom Cruise. Talking of like people letting us know what they think, I just wanted to follow up on last week's podcast. So I have a confession. I got my brother's name wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was really funny. I don't know how I managed that. When we were talking about names, I said that my brother was called David. No, he's not. His name is Adam. My dad's name is David, and my brother's middle name is is David. And also my stepdad is David. So that feels like I've got a lot of Davids (laughs) in my life, which is super weird, which we won't go into the details much, but my parents are divorced. My parents are Dave and Sue. And my dad is married to a lady called Sue, and my mom is married to a lady called David. So <laughs> that's my four, the most interesting thing I've ever heard. It's weird, right? That my mom is Sue and my mom are Sue and David, and then my dad are Dave and Sue. So there's a little <laughs> bit of variation there. But what's funny is my poor kids, because everyone's either like Nanny Sue or Grandma Sue or Grandpa Dave or Grandpa David. It's very, it's very. Yeah. Interesting. They must just think every grandparent in England is called Dave or Sue. <laughs> but what are the odds? But yeah, my brother's name is not David. It is indeed Adam. And actually, as we were talking about the whole naming thing, most people that we spoke to said that they were pretty happy with their names. We kind of had a couple of people like, you know, I hated my name growing up. Then I really got to like it as I got older. Um, One of our listeners, hey Beth, just said that she, um, her parents wanted to call her Sunny. (laughs) Sunny? I could see her being a Sunny. Yeah. Um, She did say that she would have to play volleyball and dye her hair blonde if she were called Sunny. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Which would be funny. But so if there's any young people listening and you hate your name now, just hang on. Because you'll grow to love it. Yeah. Even if I was Ambrose, I probably would have grew to love it. If you were Ambrose, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Let's <laughs> let's just say that. Yeah. So we got some good comments on the questions that we asked uh-huh. each other. And then we put it out to, to people. You know, most people weren't going to be a murderer. Yeah. They didn't have people to murder. Yeah. Some people said, like you said, that they would keep their name. Uh-huh. So we thought we'd go on with that again. again okay. So what right? questions have we got for this week? So this is a good one. So... If you could be in any reality TV show, past or present, which one would it be? Now, do I have to have the associated talent? No, you don't have to have the associated talent. And maybe let's do this. Let's say uh, one you think you would be good at uh-huh. and one that you'd, you'd want to do, but you maybe don't have the skills regardless, to do so like, Regardless of like how unathletic on, you are. I could be on Project Runway and I don't know how to sew. I could be on like a cooking show and I don't know. You could be on Project Runway and have no beauty in your body. Well, that's not going to happen because <laughs> I do have a lot of beauty in my body. Um, Internal beauty, huh? <laughs> thank you very much. Um, I think... So I think if I could be on any reality show, regardless of talent, I'd want to be on American Idol. Like the true, not like the word that's on now where they switch up the judges all the time. Like the true Randy, Paula, Simon. Oh, but Paula for sure. Only one I'd want to meet is Paula. Oh, you wouldn't want to meet Simon? No, because I think he would be mean to me. I think, I think, well, because I'm English, he'd probably like me a lot. I don't think Actually, he, I know, don't think he doesn't like anybody. I agree, but also I have to say there are some prominent there are some people that live in the state that are English that are prominent who I I might run into this person all the time who could not care less that I am from England. <laughs> I don't think we've even had a conversation like I've met her many times. I don't think we've even had a conversation about me being from England and her being from England. I'm like, "Lady, we're from England. Like we should bond." And then do you know what she does? She steals my material. I was at a conference and she was speaking at, and she was doing this whole like funny intro about how Siri doesn't understand her and nobody understands her. And I'm like, what? 
that's my whole like thing. You can't take that that away from me. I think that's a lot of English yeah. people's thing I know, that live in the United States. I like to think I'm the only English person that lives here. Well, you, but here's the thing, you have a tough time uh, communicating with people here because they don't understand you, and then you go back home. Yeah, nobody to England me, yeah. and nobody understands you. They I say know. that you sound American. I know, which I really don't think I do sound American. I yeah. mean, I can recognize there's some intonation changes, but I think I think Simon and I could be friends. Well, I, I don't am, know who for Simon could be friends. Do you with. know I'm actually going to be upcoming? I think it's next week. I get to judge a lip sync battle at an assisted living. Oh, nice! <laughs> so I think I'll play the. I haven't decided if I'm going to play the Simon Cowell role or the Porter Abdul role. Yeah. What about what about the other guy? Right. Your dog. Yeah, your dog. Your talk, dog. I just don't want to talk about the dog pound the whole time. Your no, dog, you should be in the dog pound. That sounds so good, dog. Yeah, I felt like he was just there to even out the numbers. I mean, it was all about Porter and Simon, right? Yeah. But I would like to be, yeah, I want to be on it like the Kelly Clarkson years where I could do like the hometown visit and all of these screaming people come and show up and then I get like famous in Utah and that's it. Like, because, you know, thinking of alumni from American Idol, we've only really got Kelly, Carrie, and Catherine. Oh, they all like. Catherine McVie, right? See, I wouldn't do well because I'm not. I'm not cool. Oh, I, no, I am cool. No, you're not cool. No, I am cool. <laughs> My name is not cool. But yeah, so American Idol, regardless of talent, the show that I would go on that I think I could do really, really well on is The Amazing Race. Really? Just because you can drive a stick shift? I can drive a stick. I can swim. I can quasi-row a boat. Like, I can like get a boat to move. And I'm also not terrified of heights, but I don't think that would matter because Anna obviously would be my partner. And she's not afraid of heights. And I would just make her do all the scary stuff. And I'd just like do the running oh. around. How does she feel her. about that? Have you uh, had this conversation with her? I have. And she, it's for a million dollars. That's all I keep saying to her the whole time. I'd be like, someone needs to jump off this bridge. And she'd be like, I don't want to. It's for a million dollars. There's an, have you Is ever that watched show it? even still on? Oh, yeah. It's really. Oh, really? Have you ever watched it? Uh, no, just episodes here and there. There's one. There was one season where they were in Dubai and had to go down the world's biggest water slide. Ooh! And it was like really close to the end of like this, like because they run around and they, people get eliminated, yeah. and this girl wouldn't go down the water slide. And I'm watching. I'm like, you won't go down a water slide for a million dollars. Would you? Oh, 100 percent. Really? It was a water slide. Uh, have you been on a biggie, real high yeah, water slide? I, what's the the raging waters? I've been on that one. The one oh. that feels like your swimsuit's gonna come oh, off yeah, when you okay. go on it. But yeah, I, I think I'd do awesome on The Amazing Race and I would love to go on American Idol. What about you? So, I was thinking about this. So, the one I think I could do relatively well at... Wait, oh, please don't say Naked and Afraid. No, I could do well at I'm that. Sure but um, No, I would not want to do that one. Um, you know the, the Bear Grylls um, Survivor one? Oh, where he, uh-huh. like, he gets dropped off in the middle of nowhere and has to... You get... think you could be Bear Grylls? No, no, but what... They have this. They have the celebrity one. Oh. I think I could go hang with him, uh-huh. and as long as he's there to let me know what I need to do, yeah. I think I would do a lot of the stuff and be able to do a lot of stuff. I find myself kind of. I feel like I'm pretty outdoorsy, mm. and um, I feel like I could do that. I you see. I I like the idea of being like adventurous and like jumping. Yeah. And like running. I could do that as long as I could then go stay in a hotel and like eat real food. Yeah, no, no. I think I could he's make like, my shelter. Yeah, but he's like always sleeping like in animal carcasses and eating like hard stuff and like drinking urine. I know, but I think I could do it. You would drink your own pee? I mean, if I if it came to that. <sighs> oh, yeah, no, that's... that's but anyway, that's one I think I could do. That's not One funny. that I would like to do back in the day. I don't know how good I'd be at it, 
but I'd like to kind of live wild and crazy. Uh -huh. Is remember MTV Real World? Oh yeah, I yeah you could be on that. You think I could be on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even know what the I don't even know if I ever watched it really. I just know that they were in a house with a bunch of people and they went and partied all the time. Yeah, I could. I, I could, wasn't even a partier. Maybe that's why I wanted. You to weren't do a partier. No, not I don't really. Know if I believe that. No, I hung out with friends and we did fun stuff, but we didn't really party. Yeah, I could totally see you on the real world wearing a shell necklace with frosted tips. Yeah. I, like a vest. In, and a vest. Yeah. Showing little uh, little chest hair in the yeah. vest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could. No, no, what I would have is I'd have the t-shirt. Uh-huh. I'd have um, a t-shirt with a with a vest over top, yeah. like a, like a, just a uh, sweater vest. Baggy jeans. Baggy jeans, and then I'd have a visor with my hair hanging oh, over the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I think I would have been awesome. I on think that. you got. Uh, yeah, I definitely think you've got the look. One other show that I was thinking of when you were talking about the Running Wild show with Bear Grylls. Yeah. Is there's a show in England called I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here where they take uh, like twelve random celebrities, and it is my favorite show in the world. Um, and they live in a jungle for like three weeks. They're pretty Z-list, and they always pick really random Americans to be on it. Yeah. So it's like British people, and then like Kendra from uh, that. Uh, Girls Next Door show. Oh, yeah. Or George Takai. I don't or know. Or Tiffany. Yeah, you do. The guy from Star Trek. Oh, yeah. So they have some really high caliber. Or like one of the posse... Pus oh. The, pus <laughs> the pussycat dolls on there. But they always do gross eating stuff on that too. Yeah. Like I made you watch some of those videos of the people like eating the eyeballs. Do they just sleep in hotels? No, they actually have to stay in the jungle. So I think... Mm, yeah. I don't know if you could do it. The other one that I think actually I would stand a chance of getting on and do really well on is Flea Market Flip. Oh, flea market flip. Yeah, my family and I watch that. You would be good at that. Oh, I think it would be, I actually think it would be so, super fun and I think I'd be really good at it. I'd have to have my mum with me. Of course you would. So me and my mum would be the team. But basically you go to a flea market, you buy some junk, you paint it and do stuff to it and then you sell it. I think I would rock that. Yeah, and I, I agree. But And I think I'd be a little bit more creative than the people. They're always like turning things into benches or... Bars. Yeah, that's the other thing. They always or do like a bar. coffee tables. Yeah, you've yeah. got to be a little bit creative. And people yeah, have questions. That's what's taste. frustrating when it See, when I watch that show. And I think the accent would really help. Yeah. One that I the one that I would want to be on, but I know I wouldn't be able to do it uh -huh. is um American Ninja Warrior. Oh yeah, that would be hard. I like to think I can, but I can't. As we talked about last week at Girls Camp, uh-huh. I had fun climbing up these these big inflatables and jumping off. Uh -huh. But there's this one that you climb up and then it had a ledge. Oh, right. You had to go back. Kind of like Mission Impossible when Tom uh, Cruise was hanging. I couldn't, I could get up to the top, but I couldn't reach up to the very top and grab that top one. I fell every time. So my aspirations of being on Ameri or American Ninja Warrior kind of went down the... Maybe you should be on Wipeout instead. Oh, I could do good on Wipeout. That's the more way you just like bounce around. On yeah, I tried to be on that one. You did? I looked up the... the instructions or who was eligible uh -huh. and you had to be a California resident. I think that would be fun. I think I would do terrible on that, but I do like... But that's I what's like fun is seeing people do terrible. Yeah, I think I think that... Uh, yeah, I think I'd like to try Wipeout. I think I could too, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, awesome. I so, hope you have your chance at... Um, Flea Market Flip? Yeah, and the other one, Amazing Race. Yeah, you were actually one of the criteria to be on Amazing Race is you have to be a citizen. And guess what? Oh, now you are. I am. Go put in an you application. You should come on it with me. Are you, we should. How do you feel about heights? I can do heights. Yeah, we should totally do okay, it. let's do it. it would, uh, yeah, you can drive a stick too. Yeah. Okay. So, a million dollars is coming our way. So, the second question we have is, mm -hmm. if you could have any career, if you could do it again and have any career, what would you do? Mine... Mm-hmm. I, I'm not smart enough. I'm not patient enough to get through all the schooling that was needed for it. But I always thought it'd be cool to be a pediatrician. Oh, really? Yeah. I well, know that's why? weird. 
I don't know, because I like kids and I go to my pediatrician. Let's just be clear, you like kids in like a completely appropriate way, right? Yes, yes, thank you for okay. clarifying Okay, just that. checking. But I go to the, take my kids to the pediatrician, I'm like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I see. Oh, I could do that. And maybe it's just like the bedside manner I'm thinking about. Because I'm not smart enough for the other stuff. I think the complete opposite. When I go to the pediatrician, I'm always like, I'm glad somebody knows what, what's <laughs> happening here because this is this is not for me. Yeah. So, but, but I think for me, so when I did my bachelor's degree, I kind of, in England, it's slightly different. Like you sign up to do a course. And if you want to do something different, you have to start again. So I kind of wish that I'd studied law. I think it would be really fun to be a lawyer. But And then for a while, when I first moved here, I was going to go to law school. I did the LSAT and I was getting ready to apply. But then it kind of occurred to me that if I went to law school, all that would happen was I'd go to law school, get a law degree, and then work in the exact same kind of job that I have now. Yeah, nonprofit doing pro bono work. Yeah, I wouldn't be like a high-powered attorney where I made a bunch of money. That's just not me. I would just do this, but with like $100,000 of debt. So I'm glad that I didn't go to law school. But I think it would be fun. I think I could get in to, to law stuff. Yeah, well, you know, I would love to get a law degree yeah. before I retire from my job so I could go and solve, like, true crime stuff. Oh, like, I know. It would be awesome. My right? ideal is to solve the Susan Powell case, which is a local case here uh -huh. in Utah of a lady that disappeared. That's a sad and story. It is a very sad story. And there was uh, talk that her husband was involved. Allegedly. And, allegedly. Um and that allegedly maybe his dad knew about it, but they allegedly. never found her. Yeah. And it was really sad. And he ended up, the, the husband ended up uh, blowing his, or starting his house on fire and killing him and his two kids. So um, that's kind of like the thing I'd like to do. Yeah. But it's kind of a high profile case here. And you yeah, think, oh, maybe is. if I follow through on what crimes I'd like to commit, you could investigate my murders. Yeah. I could be like, They'd be interviewing me on Dateline, yeah. and they'd, like the back would in back of me would be blurred, and they'd be like, uh, "Former friend of Paul," um, and <laughs> I'd be like, friend? "You wouldn't support me while I'm in jail?" Ah, uh, no, I don't support murderers that have what? admitted it on podcasts that they would murder two and a half people. Well, this wouldn't be put into evidence. Oh, it would. This is forever now. No, it's online. No, no, no. It's forever. Well, just for the purposes of that, this is all just. I'd fair. be like, you know what? He was a really nice guy and friendly, but yeah. I kind of saw that side of him. Oh, now it's all, uh, now I can't murder anybody. Well, as but long as you, I wasn't one of the two and a half people. Uh, well, it's awkward that you would bring that up. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't talk about that. But do you know, I told you, right, that I, could, I can get away with murder. Proven. Yeah. Proven. When I, uh, quite a long time ago, I had a friend who was at law school and she had to do like a final, uh, they did like a mock trial at the end of the, the degree. And she asked me if I would be the defendant and she was the defense attorney. And I had to memorize all of this stuff. It was really fun. And I got, to, like, it was clear that I had murdered this person. But I got to go to the courthouse and pretend to be this person and go in the witness box and all of that stuff. And they had an, a jury of volunteers that, that were, like, trying the case. So anyway, I was found innocent. Big surprise because I had clearly done it. And when they asked the jury, like, what it was that had made them think I was <laughs> Oh, I innocent. can only imagine. Yeah, you know where this is going. It's because of my accent. And I was like, well, as soon as he started talking, we just knew that he couldn't be capable of murder. And I was like, sweet. Yeah, I tell Paul all the time that he came right from England and uh, <laughs> didn't use his English accent for the power of good. <laughs> He came over for love, and that's fine. Yeah, he came, he came over on April 27th, 2004, and got married on May 12th, 2004. Yeah, for so love. Only, but he could, he could have used that accent for a lot, uh, a lot of 
fun and interesting stuff. And murder, too. And murder. So hopefully this never gets submitted into evidence. If it does, hello, my future self. The, I'll be probably watching this episode of Dateline in Federal Jail. Yeah, and you'll see, you'll, you'll see me on there and you're like, I knew that guy. Like he said I can't he... believe he gave me yeah, up. I know. Yeah, please don't do that. But also, <laughs> let's just be very clear. I'm not planning on murdering anybody. Well, mm, we'll see. Not yet. Watch but... your back, people. Watch yeah, your back. I know. It's, it's, it's Yeah. But maybe next week's questions should not focus on crimes that I might potentially commit. Okay. We can do that. But speaking of next week's questions, we've decided to go a little bit another, a little bit different this week. Is We're going to... Uh, Put the one of the questions that we'll talk about next week out this week, oh, okay. so people can can ponder them and get back to us and maybe answer them and and stuff like that, so we can so we can discuss oh, it I think next that's week. That's a good idea. And you guys yeah. know how you can follow us. You can follow us on Twitter, Dude and Dapper, and Instagram, the Dude and the Dapper Chap. Or you can just stop us in the hall, or you can just talk to us at work, or however if you want to tell us. Yeah. However, you three people yeah. that listen to us want to tell us, just, hey, just do it. Shout out Ryan. <laughs> oh, and Peaches. Peaches. Can't forget Peaches. He's a loyal listener. He's going to love that. Yeah, Peaches. He Peaches, he lives somewhere in the state. Yep. Somewhere in the United States he lives. Undefined. Yeah. So what's the question that we're so going to So the question next for next week is, if you could invite two famous people to dinner, uh-huh. who would it be and why? And this can be people that are alive or dead okay. or fictional or anybody. Ooh. Who would it be? Who, what's your gut reaction? My gut reaction would maybe be, I don't know, maybe uh, some Wyatt Earp from Wyatt, the Wyatt, uh, really? Wild West. Yeah, oh. I, I'm kind of a big fan of the Wild West. See, I think see, I think you can go two ways with this. You can either go what would make it fun or what would make it really awkward. Because like talking of Tom Cruise, if we had Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. Or maybe yeah. like Jennifer and Angelina. Yeah. Mind you, they're probably on the same side now. Yeah, they probably are on the same side. What about like Donald Trump and Putin? Mm, you see, I feel like that would be interrupting their special time. Their bromance? Yeah, I feel yeah. like I'd just get in the way of that. But maybe Hillary and Trump. Or, yeah. I'd, I'd just like to hit... I'd just like to meet Hillary Clinton. What about Hillary and Bill in the same room and we got to ask Ooh, him what questions? what about Hillary and Monica? Oh, Hillary and Monica. Oh, no, but I feel like I feel like the bad guy there then gets out of it because it really all of the blame should have been on Bill Clinton. That wasn't yeah. either of those. What about three people? Hillary, Bill, and Monica. Mm. Oh, yeah. you know what? If there was a network that could get that sit down together... That yeah, would be I, the most watched thing of all time. Yeah, I think unfortunately the Clintons have got too much money that they're never going to have to do that kind of thing. I know. I know. Well, let's. Well, this give us your some, ideas. Give us some good ideas. So let's let's revisit this next week. So between now and next week, let us know. Um, but thanks for joining us, dear listeners. Hopefully, it recorded this time, and we don't have to do it for a third time. Um, but for now, cheerio, dude.